our music ministry, grateful for all the work uh, they have done for this day. Uh, we welcome those who are joining us by the live stream, which is at the Culpeper and the Arbors today, and glad you can be a part of this service as well and others who are joining us. Our handbell choir is going to lead us in a prelude.
this time, I'd like to invite all the children to the front to help us sing Behold. And you can stand right there in front of the stage. And everyone else, would you please stand to help us sing too?
right, will you join us in singing hymn number 95, Go Tell It on the Mountain. You can be seated for our Advent reading. Good morning. My name is Maria Argueta, and we are going to light up the third and fourth candle. Thank you. John asked Jesus, are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus said, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear. The dead are ra raised, the poor have good news brought to them. Blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. Truly, I tell you, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. We light the third Advent candle to remind us of the good news that the blind can see and the lame can walk. Good morning. We're going to light the fourth candle. Once God's plan was a mystery hidden from our sight. Now God has disclosed what was kept secret for so very long. 
He has brought us, brought it out in the light. In the brighter light on this fourth Sunday in Advent, we may we see more clearly the glory of God in Christ and sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre, Señor. God, we give you thanks for this morning. Thank you because you gave us life. You give us a way to get here to your temple, Lord, to bless your name, to share love to each other and to praise you. God, we give you thanks because you sent Jesus Christ to be born in this world for us because you love us so much and your mercy and your grace is beyond understanding, Lord. Thank you for the life of everyone that is in this room, all the kids, babies, young adults, adults, all their happy people, Lord. Bless the people around us. Bless the world around us. Those in need, be you with them. And thank you, Lord, because this is a gift that no one deserves, but you gave it to us. And we love you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. You'll please stand with us and we will sing Crown Him.
can be seated.
prayer time this morning, we want to remember Miss Barbara Gar's family as she passed this week. And also, we want to thank you so much for your generosity in our missions giving so far. We have over $21,000 for missions so far. Thank you so much. You can continue to give to that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do come before you and we ask, O Lord, that you be comforting to those who have lost loved ones in this season. We thank you, O Lord, that this is a season when we gather together and we spend time fellowshipping, encouraging one another and uplifting one another. Lord, we thank you this morning for music, how it draws us into your presence and gives us an opportunity together to lift your name high. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this season when we can celebrate with joy, when we can enjoy showing your love to so many folks that we might not normally even think of doing so with. Thank you, O Lord, for sending a Savior for us. What a God who loves us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now let's all stand together as we join the choir in singing the next carol.
What a great service we've had so far. It was good to hear you all singing along with all of our great musicians. Uh, sometimes where I'm sitting when Yasmin's playing the organ, I can't always hear the congregation, but I could hear you today. So thank you for singing well uh, with the leadership of our music ministry this morning. I want to get your attention at Luke chapter 2 uh, this morning, just at two verses. Uh, you might want to spend some time devotionally this week in Luke chapter 2. But as we think about the music of Christmas, I want to share these two verses. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. There is a lot of singing in the first Christmas, in Luke's story of Jesus' birth. The song of Elizabeth, the Magnificent of Mary, the Zacharias and Simeon are adding their songs to the story, and the angels can't keep quiet. And so if you're feeling especially musical at this time of year, that, that's natural. You're in good company with that first Christmas. But imagine, if you will, a band of shepherds hanging out in the fields near Bethlehem, just doing what they do. It's a boring job. It's a job that nobody cares about. There is no social status with this job. As a matter of fact, it's the lowest thing you could possibly do in that day. But you're doing your job. And it's quiet. You'd hear an occasional sound of an animal. And you'd gather with your other shepherds around maybe a fire and just talk about whatever comes up. And, and maybe they were talking about all the people who were coming into town uh, for the taxes to be part of the census. And maybe they were complaining about the government because that's always a favorite pastime when we get around fires. And maybe one of them had enough of a religious upbringing that maybe he thought to think about all the words the prophets had given them, that there would come one who would deliver them from all of this. And maybe they talked a little bit about a Messiah that would come and make everything right. And then without warning, without thought, without any idea that this might happen, the night sky becomes bright as day. And an angel of the Lord hovered around them that they were understandably terrified. And the voice of the angel was, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, and you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then a concert broke out. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Let's look at a few words of that first Christmas song. A great company or a great host came around them. The idea here is that the whole, the whole of the heavenly realm, 
were singing and praising God. Can you imagine being in the presence of that? One day we will by faith in Christ. But can you imagine that experience? You say, well, why was everyone involved? Why was the whole of the heavenly realm involved in this? Why were they praising him? Well, because God had acted to change history. God was demonstrating his redemptive purpose in this world. That redeeming love was always a part of who he was. It shows up in Genesis. It's always been a part of who God is. But now, it was going to be expressed in the context of human history. The child who had been born would be the Savior of the world. It's in the revelation of God's love through the sending of His Son that He expresses His highest glory and receives His greatest praise. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. We sometimes think of God's glory in creation, Psalm 19, 1, that the heavens declare the glories of God, the, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And, and we get overwhelmed with the thought of creation, with the thought of this universe. But God's greatest work is his redemptive work. And that's the glory of what the angels, the whole heavenly realm, are singing about in this story. Paul wrote it this way in Philippians 2, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name that is above every name. It's not just the glory of creator. It's not just the glory of provider. It's the glory of Redeemer, redemption. And so we sing glory to God at Christmas for this redemptive love, this redemptive story. And the angels came, and the light appeared in the darkness. And the angels had been singing for a long time. They were singing way back in the beginning. When, when they were singing in the beginning, they were singing out of that darkness. And they, they sang with the glory of the Creator that they, they saw. And uh, the Creator came and said, let there be light. And there was light. And they sang of that glory. And now we have a second opportunity for the angels to come forward, for God to intervene in human history and to bring light. There was first creation, now there is new creation. This is the advent of a new era, a time to begin again, a new time for the sons and daughters of God. In this day of new beginning, of all of this singing and joy, happens in Bethlehem not Rome. How, how I really wish we believers today would understand that. Happens in Bethlehem, not Rome. The light of a new age breaks forth in the skies above a stable, not the marble halls of the Roman Forum. The, the procession of adoration begins with a lowly virgin, an obscure carpenter, a ragdag 
a ragtag band of shepherds. This messianic age that they had been waiting for and talking about and praying for and hoping for starts in Judea. The birthday of Jesus is the beginning of a new order for all the world, for all the ages. But it happens outside of the powerful places. And then the angels say he is the prince of peace. Peace in that day felt obscure, felt naive. I think we feel some of that in our day when we look at our world. But the angels are telling us that if Christ rules in our hearts, there will be peace. Again, that we could live that out more fully in our day. He's the Prince of Peace. And he's the son of God. God is the father. And the good news of his reign is that the abundance will come. Abundance of mercy for those who are miserable. Grace, abundant grace for the undeserving. Abundant justice for the unrighteous. Abundant liberty for the captives. That's what they're singing about that first Christmas. And the great days of Caesar Augustus have faded. The glory of Rome has passed away. There's no son of Caesar sitting atop a marble throne somewhere in our world today. But Jesus is. Jesus is. And so to a world that still seems to be dominated by things that are not of God. We still seem to be overwhelmed by the challenges of this world to, to a world that is often manipulated by the little Caesars, to a world who makes a glory out of wealth and prestige and success and growth and power. To that world, Luke and the gospel writers and all of human history invites us to Bethlehem, to a lowly manger, to the humble, to the outcast, to a place that we can still go and find the music of Christmas again, the redemptive story for all, all of our lives. And when we do that, we also become the firstborn of a new creation. And so may the music of Christmas resound in our souls this year as we sing again the song of redemption, the song of the glory of God that has come among us to save us, to bring us peace, and to point us in a new way. So here are my closing questions this morning. Who needs to hear your song of redemption? What family member, what friend, what coworker, what neighbor needs to hear your song of redemption? Not, not that you're a Christian, not, not that you go to church, but your song of redemption. Who needs to hear it? And then how will you share the good news this week? Not in your lifetime. <laughs> 
this week, there are lots of people, there are lots of people close to us who want to know there is more to life than what they're experiencing, who are waiting for us to say, hey, can I tell you a fuller story, a different story? And so one of the reasons we do all the things we do at Christmas is not just to fill up calendars. It's so that you might have an opportunity to start a conversation with some folks who need to hear the good news, who need to hear a gospel story. How can you share that this week? Hey, I was at church Sunday, and and they did this song, and I really like this song, and this is what it's talked about. Or, hey, Christmas Eve is coming up. What are your plans? I'm going to church. Where, Where do you go to church? Or can we go together? Or what are you looking forward to in your Christmas story? Find ways to share the good news this week. We live in a culture, don't forget this, that is unbelievably receptive unbelievably receptive to the story of Jesus. Let's share that story with someone this week. Will you pray with me? God, we thank you for the music of Christmas. We thank you for a redemption song. A song that tells us that our lives are not all that they are by themselves, that that our failures are not the full story of who we are, that our successes are not the full story of who we are, but but you are the story of who we are. Your identity, uh, your presence in our lives gives us identity and hope and purpose. And so, Lord, we thank you for that, and we pray that you would help us tell your redemptive story to the world this week by telling it to people we know who you put us in place of and put us in relationship with. Lord, we thank you for the great story, the great song of Christmas. In your name we pray. Amen. We want to invite you to stand now and sing a song we've been singing most of this month, Manger Throne. Join us now as we sing together.
seated let me share some announcements and I do love it when Yasmin brings the organ the pipe organ onto a praise course thank you for doing all that I know that's not the easiest thing they do but it's been a great day all right next Sunday is Christmas Eve we're doing two services they're the same service both times 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, you'll have candles. We'll sing Silent Night. We'll do communion. Uh, we're doing this service with Mountain View Community Church, a church that came off of us uh, uh, several years ago. Maranatha will also join us in the evening. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of chairs in here. We're going to darken the room. If you come to the 10 a.m., I want you, you're not going to feel cheated. We will darken the room. You'll hold a candle. Uh, so we will do all of that this week. We're going to have some fun around here this week getting ready for this service. But 10 a.m. or 5 p.m., We'll live stream those services. Uh, love for you to come. Uh, bring your friends. Invite people to come. And like I tell you every year, if you've got a non-church friend who would go with you to another church, then go with them to another church. Let's get people uh, connected to the wonderful story of Christmas as we celebrate next Sunday. So 10 a.m. or 5 p.m. Uh, if you're able to do a little walking, it would be great if you would park in the town parking lots. We'll also be running a shuttle bus from the Yao Meadow uh, parking lot up here an hour before the services. So, uh, you know, help us out with parking. Uh, when we get a lot of people around here, uh, we're parking everywhere. So if you can park a little further away and, and walk, then plan on doing that. Uh, greet people, smile, do all the things you do so well each Sunday. But we're looking forward uh, to next Sunday. Before we get to next Sunday, we have a few things this week. Tomorrow night, our young adults have their Christmas party at 6.30 down in Courtyard Commons. Love for you to join us and be a part of that group. Wednesday night, multiple things are happening. Converge our youth ministry and unite our children's ministry. They'll be having their Christmas parties. We have a business meeting where we'll vote on our 2024 budget and 2024 leadership. The business meeting's at 615 down in the IG space. Uh, business meeting packets are at both entrances today. They're also on the website. You can go and uh, find out all the things you need to know and all the reports you need to read. Uh, we start with dinner on Wednesday night at 545. So if you're coming for dinner, just let us know. We'd love to have you here. Uh, and then we'll have a good night together. 
Thanks for being here this morning. It's been a great morning to be together and uh, looking forward to the next uh, week as we celebrate the birth of Christ. Let me pray for us as we close, and then Yasmin's going to conclude our service with the postlude. Let's pray. God, thank you for all the ways we experience your grace, for the joy that is ours in singing your story, your redemptive story of love. Lord, help us to be aware of your presence this week as we speak to others and help us to see the spark of the divine in their lives as we try to connect their story to yours. Lord, thank you for all that you're doing in our world and in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen.